0: Hurt
1: takes the strap.
0: He's back. He's going to run. He's in! Touchdown, Jalen Hurts. The Eagles are just devouring the Giants. And it is AJ Brown again. Another touchdown. So,
2: are we happy it's over, or are we we uh, sad? That was a oh, question. This shit's over. That was a question of the day. Uh, whenever I was at work, uh, one of the uh the uniform guys came in and was like, are we sad or are we happy? I told him, Man, I'm I'm glad it's over. Uh saw the picture floating around on Twitter. It's like uh like it was like somebody got breaking the chains and like finally free of Eagles football for eight months. And uh, I felt that I felt that a lot. Uh but uh but yeah, uh welcome, welcome back to Link lineup. Uh this is uh Wednesday, January 17th. And, uh, yeah, your Eagles, our Eagles lost. Was it 32-9, 33-9? I don't remember. I was sad. Um, all I know is we put up nine points and we, we lost by two scores, three scores. Um, so yeah, we'll talk about that game. Um, and then we'll talk about probably the future of like the Eagles uh, as we, as it stands right now. Um, and we'll go, you know, we'll talk about all that stuff. Uh, Throughout the show, um, I would add a nice little promo for TickPick, you know, uh, you know, catch the Eagles against the Lions uh, for cheap. And I would, I would list you a price, uh, like a good seat for the price. And uh, that'd be a nice little promo. Maybe you guys use it. But uh, unfortunately, I can't do that. So, hey, if you are listening and you are an Eagles fan, but you are a Lions fan, a Packers fan, a Warriors fan, etc., uh, we have a link for you down below. Uh, check it out. It's Tick Pick. Uh, Like I said, they're the cheapest uh, tickets out on the market with no service fees, so what you see is what you pay. I love using them. I've used them uh, for the past, like, four years of going to Eagles games, so they've saved me a ton of money. So shout out to them. Glad to have them along, and glad to have you guys along for the ride. Um, so, yeah, let's talk about it. Man, uh, so now that the season's over with, I feel like I can be who I want to be now because um, if we were all just negative and we were all down on the team, it would have made for a good, good show. Right. It, this would be the most depressing show in the world. So now I can be who I, who I really wanted to be. So what you saw the past, I don't know, month and a half was that little kid, that little chase that was in them. That's that just believed. Um, however, adult chase definitely knew what was coming. And, Just as many of you guys knew what was coming, um, there's no way around it. The Eagles had a very little chance of winning that game. Um, With A.J. out, the chances became even slimmer. So what kept my hopes alive, the little, little bit that I had, was that it seemed like the issues that the Eagles had were simple. Use the middle of the field. I don't know how many times we saw on Monday night where it seemed like they blitzed and All I had to do was cover outside the numbers. And I know you guys probably saw that route tree of Devontae Smith's. Only one route was inside, like in between the hashes, right? And guess what? That was that long ass play that set up the touchdown. What are we doing? Like, I don't understand it. And I know that Quez is just like not like useful at all. And I know like Julio's not who he used to be. But it seems like such a simple fix. We got Dallas Goddard, who we at the beginning of the year was like, Hey, he is our he's like like top five tight end in the NFL. I can't say that now. I can't. Uh like skill wise he could be, but he just hasn't produced at all. Um he might he might fall under that underrated or that overrated category. Um but it just seemed like everything that happened could have been just easily fixed and we didn't do anything about it. Uh, so that was my take on it. Um, so I guess the big question is, start with you, Bryce. Is what was your biggest takeaway from this, this game?
1: <clears throat> and you pretty much hit on everything that I believe was going to happen going into this game. Uh, it happened. Uh, I just didn't think this team had it no more. Um, at least this season, definitely with this season. In the future, I think there's major adjustments and major changes to where this team can actually reach its potential. But this year itself, I said it for like the past two months. Um, When we were at that 49ers game, I didn't want to believe that that game broke this team, but there was definitely some things that went on in that game and you're like, I don't know if this team can – Emotionally recover from that. Um, I think, like, I don't know, just looking back on it, um, there's an old saying if you get punched in the mouth first, you just got to get back up. Um, 49ers did a lot worse than punching the mouth, they they punched you in the mouth and stomped you out. Um, and they just can never get back up from it. Um, but I've been – I was out on this team long before you were. Truthfully. <laughs> so.
2: I was out probably after the Cardinals game, for sure. I was, I was definitely out. that um, right. I Probably I – I don't know. Seahawks game was, like, was close. Got a little bit of my hopes up against the Giants because what I said was true was, like, you know, we were so close to blowing them out. It's just, like, little things that happen, like freak accidents, you know, with the whole Alameda's case thing. But – after that Carl's game, I was like, man, I can't see – I can't see a world where we make a run.
1: Right. And uh, I don't know. I'm definitely on the uh, side of the fence that Nick needs to be fired because somebody's got to an answer for that. Um, this team, from what I've seen during that playoff game, was just very bad fundamental football like stuff that you learn as a kid tackling was right. by far the worst thing i've
2: ever seen in my life coming from a professional team well, let me stop you there we'll get to we'll get to nick i want to i want to take a whole like like minute there to like really talk about what we think and what we truly Got think uh, so josh what well, like obviously you know as Bryce, what his big takeaway was i know that you're second so like you heard everything we said and you probably agree with the majority of of the things we said but What were what were your big takeaways from the game? Like, what did you leave, no, like feeling? I guess.
0: I mean, after this whole ordeal of the last six, seven weeks, it was kind of relief that it's over. Yeah. Um, just because it's been so unnecessarily stressful. Just how much of a letdown this team has been. It seems like there's just a lack of. I don't know if it's a lack of game planning or lack of scheming or whatever it is, but it just seems like the team's so unorganized, on both sides of the ball. Um, it seems like the biggest issues that I've like ever had with the Eagles on either sides of the ball, whether it's like play calling or lack of tackling or lack of adjustments, it seems like it was like everything all at once. Um, even like going like back, you know, before any of these players were even here, just issues with tackling and adjustments and it was like all of my worst nightmares as an Eagles fan just came to light. Yeah, during a season where, like, coming into the year, it was probably about as optimistic coming into a season as I've been as an Eagles fan. So it's just like a double punch in the face.
2: Yeah, and now the season's over with. Like those things that people were saying outside to like the fan base about how like we are frauds. It's like it's all it's like uh what's that thing like the broken glass thing? I don't know I don't know what the the saying is, but basically like somebody says it and then you're like nah, like you don't notice it and then. And you get around it, and you then you notice it. And it's like, oh my god, like it's it's true. For example, I'll give you an example. Like somebody chews gum loudly. Like let's say your girlfriend chews gum loudly, and somebody says, "Hey, dude, your girlfriend just smacks on that shit." <laughs> and you're like, "Nah, man, not not really." And then next time she's chewing gum, glass breaks. Oh my god! Please close your mouth. You know, it's like, right. yeah, they're so like, we are frauds. We were so fraudulent, and we should have known from the beginning. Sure, we beat the Chiefs. Sure, we beat the bu- the Bills. You know, we beat the Dolphins. Dolphins frauds. Bills, I don't know how he won. We won. Cheese game, They're. I think cheese are frauds, too. So, like, that tough schedule, <laughs> that wasn't the gauntlet at all. <laughs> that was not the gauntlet. And I don't know, man. It's just, it's tough because, like, we barely beat the Patriots. We barely beat the Vikings. We barely beat all these teams that we should have blown out. And, like, sure, we shouldn't have, sure, maybe not blown each of them out, but at least had a more convincing win than what. We we left on the field there, uh, right. so that you know that came to fruition, and we 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 saw it, we felt it, and you know going into this game, who actually thought we were going to win? Between between the three of us, who actually thought we were going to win? Because I, I didn't, yeah, yep. Bryce didn't, Josh didn't, and I would say probably sixty percent of the fan base didn't think we were going to win either. Uh, and so like. What people were that's saying
1: that's what that's what i think is hilarious about like social media right now like in some of my group chats that i got with some of my other friends they're trying to come at me for being an Eagles fan telling me that we suck
0: yeah.
1: i'm just sitting there i'm like guys i'm with y'all mm-hmm. i hope you uh, i know we suck
2: nothing. i'm just
1: glad this shit's over with
2: nothing you i've had say. to
1: endure the last two months of miserable football yeah. i'm so happy this shit is over
2: that's like nothing you say. I haven't said already, or I haven't thought it. N- nothing right. brand new. Like you can. Oh, you got first round. We well, fucking knew it was going to happen. Yeah. Like it. Okay. Like what happened now? Uh, the funniest thing I saw from that night, and then we'll, we'll stop talking about the game because I don't want to talk about it much more anymore. Um, uh, was somebody said on Twitter? It was like the second quarter, and they showed like the missed tackles. Compl- like uh, they compiled like all the clips of the miss, the missed tackles. And they're like, they already got a missed tackles thing. And it's not even halftime yet. And I was like, oh, you're right, man. We've missed so many yeah. tackles. Um, so um, so yeah. So Bryce kind of let it off uh probably a little, a little earlier than than I wanted. Than I wanted to, but right. um, I'm on the fence about Nick. Uh definitely, definitely if you follow me on Twitter, um, or if you know me personally, you know, on my Facebook and stuff, uh, I change everything to fires. Fire that one guy that held, the, held the poster, um, but I feel like this this should be said first. That guy threw popcorn at him. That, don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah, I would have. I would. I would have been. Yeah, I'd been saying fuck you. You know, you you fucking suck. I'm gonna I'm gonna hurt you if I see you. You know, but like don't don't be don't be that bad. Like I mean, it is what it is. A whole that's a whole bucket of popcorn too, bro. Like this I'd is like, a couple I like twenty yards worth of popcorn, man. Unless they ran <laughs> a special that that night, uh, which I doubt they right. did. Do. <laughs> Uh, but I've been on the fence about it, uh, and I think we've we've probably talked about what we felt was going to happen. But now as he's over with, I feel like now we can really dive in how we feel. Um, so, Josh, let me start with you. What do you think? Where are you at?
0: As this stretch has gone by, I've been a proponent of Sirianni getting another shot. Most of it, but after this week. I mean, I don't know what the issues ultimately stem from, but at the end of the day, the uh, it, it falls on Sirianni. Like, whether it's the coordinator's lack of ability to scheme or not, or whatever it is, or whatever's going on in the locker room, it all comes back to Sirianni. And, the, I mean, this wasn't just a collapse. This was, like, a monumental, like, implosion. This is
1: one like, of the worst collapses in NFL history.
0: like with all jokes aside it really is like one of it really is one of the worst collapses in nfl history um i mean i honestly like can barely i still can't really believe it happened um so yeah i mean i think Sirianni absolutely has to go i think i mean i've always been a Sirianni fan but the ultimate I forget if I've mentioned it on the pod before or not, but, like, the big issue with the CEO-type coach is that you're always going to be losing your coordinators. You're always going to have turnover on both sides of the ball. So, I mean, hopefully we can bring in somebody who specializes in offense and, uh, you know, won't have as much turnover on uh, that side of the ball. But, um, yeah, Sirianni has to go.
2: I, I feel you. Like, and that's what I was thinking of the day at work, you know, because all I think about is, Eagles you know that's all I think about I was like man think about how far we've came you know we when Nick got hired originally I remember where I was at I was at work at Chick-fil-a and I looked at my phone I was like who the hell is this you know I was like, <laughs> who, who is this guy then I went to that first game in Atlanta where Devontae Smith his first touchdown Jalen Hurst looked looked great and I was like this guy knows what he's doing I was like oh man this is this is nice and of course we lost, like, the next three or four. I can't remember. And, uh, you know, after last year, I was like, he could do no wrong. Like, he's awesome. And, you know, those people that were like, what does he do? He leads he leads people. He makes sure the locker rooms, you know, the morale is high. And, and you know, he's a leader among men. And then well, this year. He, f- he failed that miserably. And this year. And the best part is, hold on. The best part is, at the beginning of the year, we talked about it. We, we love Nick. We love Nick. Loved with a D by the way. I don't know if I'm saying it loud enough or clear enough, but we loved him. And now I don't know what to feel. And I, I don't know. I don't know. Bryce, where, where are you at?
1: <clears throat> it's, it's a common trend to be, for me to be the negative vanity of this podcast. Um, so I'll stick on that. Um, So I'm not going to apologize to any other fan base that Nick is like kind of clowned or, you know, like during games, the little antics that he does, because that's just who he is as a person. And I I enjoy that aspect of him. Yeah, he's one of us. But Yeah, right. But like Chase said, your job as more so the CEO role of a team <clears throat> is <clears throat> to keep a locker room together. Um and I'm trying to think, like entrench certain key values to a team and keep those values to the standard and keep them together.
2: Yeah, make them buy um, into like what you're saying. Right.
1: Uh, fundamentals always coach that stuff up, and he failed on every aspect of that this year. And to me, that's always going to be in the back of returning players' mind next year. And I'm sure a lot of people are very upset on how this year went in that locker room. and like I said, somebody's got to an answer for it. and to me, I think he needs to be going. Brian needs to be going. Sean and Matt Patricia need to be gone. Just completely clean it out.
2: Yeah. Um. Yeah, it just, it just it sucks because like he he was somebody we could get behind, and um, because like he was one of us, and everybody hated him, and everybody hates Eagles fans. So like it was nice until it wasn't, and now it's backfiring, and it's just it's just not cool. Uh, especially like at The Dallas game where they had the cut out of him crying for the national anthem. That shit was passion. You know, now I'm like, this guy, mm-hmm. this guy sucks. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so, I'm on the fence. Um, I'm kind of leaning towards, I think he stays. Um, I, th- me personally, I think he stays. Yeah.
1: But that's not what I want.
2: So, the thing that makes me think he'll stay is not because Fletcher Cox. And Jason Kelsey like kind of backed him, It's more so like I don't know how Jeffrey Lurie can fire him and then kind of not like I don't know how he could do it and then like be taken serious by like top candidates because like there is that one side where like yeah we we were ten and one we collapsed like terribly like it we ha- it's like it is justified but at the same time we we've been to the playoffs every single year that he's been a coach. We've been to the Super Bowl, and so, like, it's hard to, like, fire him and then have a top candidate be like, yeah, i signed up for that. But just know if, you know, if you don't make the playoffs or something like that, you're gone, you know. So um, I think he stays. Uh, let me ask you this question, and uh, I want to hear from both of you. So the three guys, obviously <clears throat> Sean DeSai is gone. Yeah, so we're not going to count him. The three court, the three people: Brian Johnson, Matt Patricia, and Nick Sirianni. Which one, which is more likely to happen? They all stay. They're all gone. Nick stays, or like Nick stays and the one the coordinators stay. Which do you, which do you see being the most likely scenario to happen? So, to me, it
1: would be the. Th- one Nick stays and two leave. Uh, that's probably the most likely one to happen. Um, to me, Brian gets a head coaching job somewhere. And I almost feel like we were, I'm kind of on the fence. I'm on the side of like this was Nick's offense and he was, and Brian's calling what he was told to run. Um, it is his offense.
2: I think, I think for sure it's his offense but I do think that Nick overstepped like a lot of the times. And like, he was like, you need to call this.
0: Like, right. certain amount of time. like he
2: made he made, he made it to where Brian Johnson there's limitations like, full on freedom, him. Yeah. to call what he wanted.
1: Right. And I feel like there's, <clears throat> there might be other teams out there that know that and see what he did in college at Florida and other places being offensive coordinator. <clears throat> That's the reason he might be getting a coaching. Uh, Coaching, uh, head coaching job. Uh, Matt Patricia, I don't want him anywhere fucking close to this team. Um, and I think Nick stays, but I would like you said, I don't know how he could, because if Jeffrey sees what has kind of went on around this team, there's nobody that's really going to want to coach this team, knowing that Nick is like breathing down their neck every time
2: Uh, Josh what do you think
0: yeah I think the most I think Patricia's gone regardless I I don't know how much Howie and or Jeffrey Lurie like Brian Johnson and how much because I know he was an in-demand candidate when we hired him as RFC I know obviously he's desired across the league and he's a head coaching candidate despite the fact that our offense looked the way it did this year so obviously, there's something there, or at least people believe there's something there. So I don't know how committed they are to giving him a fair shot if Sirianni really was overstepping this season. Um, and I also think that, especially Jeffrey Lurie, understands in the NFL the value of continuity. So I would not be surprised at all if we keep Brian Johnson and try to give him the reins a little more. Yeah, fair, um, a great point though.
2: Yeah, I I was you. I didn't think about that until you brought it up. It wouldn't surprise me at all if if Jeff Lurie and Howie were in were in the meeting and they pulled in Nick and like, hey, look, we're going to keep Brian Johnson on board. We think he has all potential, but you got to like let him do his thing. And if you can't do that, we're going to let you go. And it'd just be like that. I feel like that could be the scenario. Um. Sorry, did I cut you off? Do you have anything else you want to say?
0: No, no. I, uh, all right, I, mean, cool. I, could, I mean, I could see them doing that and eventually promoting Brian Johnson.
2: Yeah. So Not there. I feel like they want to keep Brian Johnson. I for some reason I feel like they do. And maybe it's like one of those things where like he's wanted other, like elsewhere. So like they're like, oh, he has plenty of value. And so I think that's like the scenario that could play out. The absolute worst case scenario is they let Brian Johnson go. They keep Nick and they keep Matt Patricia. Uh because in my head I think Adam Schefter reported that there's going to be big changes to the Eagles' defense. I'm worried the big change in the defense could be like to, like to mow the defense around Matt what Matt Patricia wants. Uh, that would suck because I have no faith in Matt Patricia at all. Um, but that'd be, that'd be awful. That'd be awful. So just for record, Bryce, you say Nick's gone, right? Josh, you say Nick's gone.
0: I'd like him to be, but I don't think he will
2: be. All right. Uh, let me re- rephrase that. Bryce, do you think Nick's gone?
1: I'd like him to be, but I don't think he will be. All
2: right. So you you two are on the same page. I'm on the fence about whether I want him gone, and then I'm also on the fence of whether I think he'll stay or not. I'm I'm leaning towards I think he's going to stay, um, which I know that's not, that's not what anybody wants to hear, but I feel like it's not the end of the world because somewhere deep down there is the magic that happened last year. And we just gotta you gotta find a way to pull it out. And if that's getting rid of Nick as like an influence on offense and defense, then so be it. Just let him lead and let him know that's his job. Because a the offense he runs and wants to run is dog shit. There's not nothing. There's absolutely not one good thing about it. And B the the obsession with stopping big plays is awful on defense. Like, I hate whenever teams have methodical drives down the field, and we're like, at least they didn't, you know, score a 70-yard touchdown on us. Who cares? Because we can't tackle. So, I mean, you know, we got to do something. So, um, Death by a thousand cuts. uh, Method, I can't. I hate that kind of defense. Yeah, it is is the worst. Um,
1: I'd much rather get fucked up over a 70-yard touchdown
2: bomb than – watch somebody walk down the field on us yeah and just whoop our ass the whole time. Yeah. yeah get get lucky like get lucky on like a blown coverage don't just constantly beat us over and over again um but uh with that being said Wait, before um, we
0: move on from sirianni i have a quick cool. question for you guys sure say we won the super bowl last year and then we had the season we had this year how would you how would you feel about sirianni
2: i think we'd be in the how same feeling different I'd I think be in the I, same boat.
1: I, I live think, more in the moment than I do live in the like what he's what anybody's done on the resume in the past.
2: But there's like so many things that I feel like are going against Nick, though, because like we all seen that clip of him doing that first down motion in the Super Bowl, and then like Jalen's like stop, like, you know, like come down. And then last night or uh, Monday night, whenever he was asked about you know Nick. He was like, I didn't know he was going anywhere, and he had the perfect opportunity to be like. You know Nick's our guy. Uh, You know I believe in Nick. He never said that. They're, they're like, do you believe in Nick? That turned around. He's like, I believe in all the guys. That doesn't sound like an endorsement from your franchise right. quarterback. And top of that, I feel like Jalen's opinion weighs like heavy because it, it seems like to everybody it else should
1: gave us some bitch two hundred fifty million dollars. I'd listen to him over anybody.
2: Yep. Yeah. So, like, Jalen wasn't the problem this year at all. And we'll get into players after our break. But Jalen definitely wasn't the problem. And I feel like you got to listen to him. And I feel like if Jalen says, hey, we need to incorporate the middle of the field more, you got to listen to him because he's he's out there. He's the one that's going to win you games or lose you games. And, I feel like, he didn't get any help uh, like he had in the past, past year. Uh, but, yeah, to answer your question, I feel like we'd be in the same boat. Um, the collapse is what kills Nick and what kills how I feel. Um, you know, if we if we would have got bounced in the first round, and you know, it just it was a good game and just came short, uh, then sure, you know, it sucks. We're upset, but like we're not like firing Nick. But to watch us <coughs> go out sad the way we did, and just watch a team quit, besides this guy right here, um just is awful. That it was, it's so hard to watch. It was so infuriating. Because um, like people ask me, like, like, like I said earlier, is like, are you sad about it? No. I'm happy. I'm tired of it, and we need a re, we need a fresh reset. Um, and if if losing this game and to see the changes that we need to have like make, if that's what it costs, then so be it. Because like I want to get back to where we were last year, because I know we can be. We're too talented on offense, at least. So like, we gotta make something happen.
1: Yeah, um, Howie's definitely gonna have to. Like you said, we're way too talented on offense. It comes down to it. He's going to have to – he's going to have to open the pocketbook and open up a checkbook for some people on on the defensive side of the ball. Because I got – watched. I watched us, our pride and joy for, of our team, at least on defense, our defensive line, absolutely create no kind of pressure, none. And it was – looked like they were gassed, tired, just out of it besides Milton. Milton's dog. No one Nolan played. No one played really well, too. Josh Sweat actually had a decent game.
2: Fletch well, was awesome. BG.
1: Right. But there's just, I mean, that's like, that's your core value to this team, is like, or to at least that defense. The entire defense goes as the defensive line does. And you invest so much money and put so many resources into the defensive line, they got to be a lot better. So, Think uh Howie's definitely gonna have to uh spend some money on the defense defensive side of the ball.
2: Yep. And uh, that being said, we we're gonna we're to talk about players uh, and what we think is gonna happen. Our way too early our know, predictions. Um after we hear a word from Bet Online, which uh I'll make a parlay uh for you guys this weekend because we didn't put it out, even though I think some of us hit on our, our bets. Um <laughs> but uh yeah, we'll be right back after this.
0: Bring the Vegas gaming experience to the palm of your hand. Bet your favorite team, try your luck in a casino, or our poker room. The earliest sports lines and the biggest limits online. Lots of deposit options. Bet on live events as they happen. The next play, the next score. Get winnings fast or roll them into a parlay and win even more. Visit Bet Online today and see what millions of customers have experienced for over 20 years.
2: Welcome back! Uh, shout out to uh, Bet Online. Um, currently, they're matching fifty uh, percent up to a thousand dollars, and they're doing like a hundred percent match on crypto. So, if you are one of those crypto guys, uh, definitely, definitely take advantage of that offer. Uh, like I said, we'll we'll try to put out a, a parlay, uh, but we're kind of footballed out. So, uh, you can listen to us, or maybe not. I don't know. Um, but uh, the biggest news from this past. Uh, a couple days is Jason Kelsey retiring. However, today he kind of said, um, you know, I haven't had, I haven't reached my final answer yet. Um, uh, and Josh kind of caught it in our group chat. Um, you know, that he, he's hoping that it was an emotional thing. Uh, so if he did tell his teammates, he re- he's retiring, I can totally see it being like a, uh, I don't want to do this shit anymore. I'm tired. You know, we lost, you know, he's being, he's on like the, he's definitely uh-huh. like feeling low. And, um, And, uh, so I don't know. Uh, I I still think he retires. Um, what do you guys think?
0: I think Uh, he probably retires. Uh, I think, I mean, at this point, he, I mean, I don't know. It's hard to say. Uh, there's obviously benefits for him to retire. He's got three young kids. He's, what, 36 years old now? I like,
2: can't believe it either. He's right. been around a long time.
0: And, uh, you know, I mean, another years worth of salaries, it's obviously money's cool, but, you know, he doesn't need more money at this point and he's got other things going on with the podcast and, you know, other stuff after football. So, it's stuff to say. Um, you know, obviously, I think this team still has a chance to compete next year and if he wants to win another Super Bowl, I wouldn't blame him. He's been playing football his whole life and, you know, once you hang him up, that's it. Yeah. So, I think he's probably still going to retire, but I'm kind of hoping that he does like the Brady thing where like somebody else called his retirement before he ever re- actually announced it. So he's just going to come back just to kind of spite them play another season and then announce it on his terms next year. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But, yeah. What about you, Bryce? Yeah.
1: <clears throat> I think he's done. Uh, I don't blame him if he is done. Like you said, he's a family man. Got a couple kids. Uh Got a lot going with the podcast, and even uh, we saw him this year get a little bit more incorporated into national media and do TV interviews and stuff like that. Um, wouldn't be surprised if I seen him on TV somewhere, but uh, also it wouldn't surprise me if he stepped away from playing and took in the role coaching somewhere. Um, wouldn't surprise me. I think he's just got too much love for the game of football. So, uh him stepping away completely from the sport doesn't seem realistic to me. But could be the case. I don't know.
2: Yeah, so I feel like there's hope that he, he'll come back. And I think it, it involves uh one man, and that man's name is Brandon Graham. Brandon Graham said he wants – um to have, like, a farewell tour. And I think it'd be cool if Jason Kelsey also gets that farewell tour. Um, You know, it gives people incentives to travel to away games to see him one last time. Um, Same thing with with Fletcher Cox. I would love to have – I would love Fletcher Cox to have one last year as well. Um, Even though it seems like um, it's very likely that – uh, Fletcher Cox is done. I don't know if you guys saw what Jordan Davis was saying, uh, saying they won't be able to use Fletcher Cox as a, as a security blanket anymore. But um, he's like about to cry. So you know, football's football is a business, and I, I completely understand why they wouldn't bring him back, especially if they wanted like more than what we could really afford, especially with all the changes we want. Uh, but I would love for them to come back for one final year, try to do it, do this thing one last time, and to say, like, he tried, you know, he tried your hardest. And uh, maybe, maybe it gives some motivation. Cause could you imagine what the season would be like for Nick if he's back and he knows that the three core guys are on, NFL, are on a farewell tour? Nick would go, Nick would cry every game because he wants to win so bad. And I'd bring back the Nick that we love, I feel like. um, But that's my hope. Um, But as far as players go, uh, Adam Shatter tweeted out the Eagles' key free agents. And after I read off these guys, uh, I want you guys to tell me uh, how many of these people you'd actually want to bring back. All right. So we'll start with Fletcher Cox, Brennan Graham, DeAndre Swift, Quez Watkins, uh, Sue Peta, Nicholas Morrow, Zach Cunningham, uh, Shaq Leonard, Bradley Roby, Alameda Cas, Boston Scott, Marcus Mariota, Julio Jones, Jack Driscoll, Rashad. Denny, and uh, Braden Mann. How many of those people would you actually bring back? Four. And I'm assuming those four are Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, Denner Swift, and Braden Mann? Yeah. Actually
1: five, because I think the Day needs another contract just based off of him, his hustle alone. Like, that guy plays 110% ball to the wall
2: every time he's on the field. Josh, how many would you bring back?
0: Uh, I think it would be those five. The only other person I might add in is I wouldn't be against uh, giving Julio another chance. When he played, he was solid. I mean, yeah. if he's got any juice left in the tank for the right deal, I would take him. And that's the caveat also, like, for the right contract. Because, like, if DeAndre Swift wants, like, eight, nine mil a year, then uh no. But, like, if he's going to take a team-friendly deal, then I would do it.
2: Yeah. Uh, I think out of all the people, you know, Fletcher Cox, obviously, BG for one last year. Because I want – I feel like we owe him that, you know. I feel like there's no way how he can say no unless BG's like, "Hey, I need 25 mil for this one year." I I say, "Hey, see you, see you, pal." But obviously, BG's not going to do that. So I think for a reasonable price, bring him back for one year and let him let him do what he wants to do because you know he's been an Eagle. He's he wants to stay an Eagle. He wants to work for the Eagles. So you know, give him what he wants. Uh, Swift, as long as the contract, roll well right, this year
1: too, actually,
2: he, he did, he did. Uh, Swift, as long as he as long as the price is right, sure, bring him back. Um, if not, it's okay. See you later. But I feel like we can come up with better schemes for him with a with a better coordinator. Or Brian Johnson if he's able to freely do what he wants. Uh Quez, no. Sua, I'll bring Sua back. Uh Nicholas Morrow, me. <laughs> get the fuck away from Philly. I'll tell you that right <laughs> now. Uh Zach Cunningham, you know.
1: Whatever, oh, I don't hate it if they bring him back, but at yeah. the same time, like we need to get younger, you we can need do better,
2: more talent. Um, Shaq Leonard, uh, nice knowing see, you, see yeah. yeah. Uh, Billy yeah. Roby, same for you, you can't tackle worth the shit. uh, OZ, we'd welcome you back. Boston Scott, we don't use you for the Giants anymore, so I don't, I, I want you back, but I feel like we don't have a role for you. Uh, Marcus Mariota, we have Tanner McKee, don't forget, don't forget who we have waiting. Oh, he could have won us the damn Super Bowl. Uh, Julio, probably not coming back. Jack, appreciate Griscoll, you though. I think Jack Chris will back. I mean, he's he'd be the backup. I would um, back. uh, Rashad Penny can't get the fuck off the Uh Sorry, guys. Uh, I believed in him. Uh, I was wrong. That's on me. That's my bad.
1: Uh, and Braden, man, I'll bring it back. By the way, Chase told me uh, at the beginning of the year <clears throat> when we traded for DeAndre Swift. I remember Chase specifically texted me and said, "It don't fucking matter. We got Rashad Penny. He's gonna be the starter." I yeah,
2: well, <laughs> was wrong. I was definitely wrong. Uh, I thought. What game did he play? Did he play the Giants game? When he play the Cardinals game? I don't know. Oh well, he sucked. So I was like, I was like, hell yeah, he's in game. Gave him the, gave him the ball, and I was like, oh. The only my game God. I
1: remember him do playing this year was like the Vikings game in week two.
2: Yeah. So I don't know. I, it's just like, um, oh, Fletcher Cox called Jeff McClain a clown. Oh, good. I hate Jeff McClain. Um, he's an idiot. Yeah. I don't I, I don't, I don't like him. Uh, I hope it's not his last game there. Um, uh, seeing him get fired up was nice. I thought, I thought that was a turning point, but it wasn't, it was not a turning point.
1: Uh, Fletch played so well this season. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: Honestly, he might have been our best defensive interior guy all season.
2: Yeah, I don't know.
1: I'm excited to see the the step Jalen Carter takes.
2: Yeah, um, kind of hit hope, that rookie wall. And I hope Jordan Davis gets in shape <laughs> because I was looking at him. And I was like, man. I was like, that guy. That's a big guy. I was like, I understand that his role needs to be like big guy, but like he is a big guy. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to call him a fat ass like whoever called him a fat ass. I'm not going to do that to you, you know. Brian Baldinger? you you, oh yeah, yeah. you want my ass, Jordan? You you would, I wouldn't say a chance. Three of me wouldn't beat you, um, but uh, yeah, you know. Get, I you appreciate know, him. A little I think he, I think he, uh,
1: start of the year he looked great. He did. That motherfucker looked good. I just think he needs to work a little bit more conditioning to make it through a full year. Yeah. Not <clears throat> playing that well.
2: I feel like we got solid young pieces on defense. Um, let me think about, like you said earlier, Jalen Carter and Earl Smith. Um,
1: so, let me ask this question. Uh, you listed off the free agents. So, what players on our team that are under contract, would you not want to see back on
2: this team? All right, on the count of three, everybody. One, two, three, James Bradbury. James Bradbury. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: All right, there's one. Um, uh,
1: Honestly, not a lot of people are probably going to like this, but this is how I feel personally. Avante Maddox can get the fuck out of here. That's just how I feel.
2: I don't think he to
1: Me To me, what does he do on this team that's even good anymore? He can't stay healthy, and when he is healthy, he doesn't make really many plays that he, I guess, would used to. But Isaiah
2: Rogers is here next year. Oh, I I always forget about him. I'm pumped for him, man. Of course, he's probably going to come in fucking steak. We're we're, (laughs) pumped pumped about it.
0: He'll be great the first half of the first game, and then he'll tear something.
2: It'll be James Bradbury 2.0. Right. Start again, he'll start getting cooked. Um, yeah. But yeah, James Bradbury's got to go. That Whenever Mike Evans had a step on him, I, I, it was like it was just That's a, some bitch tripping over his own feet. Yeah, it, was a, right. it was like a high flashbacks to the Seattle game where he had the same look and all that, man. I was like, I I know. I don't know what they're going to do but I, I feel like so him. bad for James too, bro, cuz I like him so much as a person. I don't like him anymore. I could give a fuck less about <laughs> him, man. That guy's ass. That guy is so bad at football. Like is he Byron Maxwell level? He he's worse. He's got to be worse. He got <laughs> he got saved from having like an all-time like like horrific like performance against him. Like there he's a couple drops away from having 300 yards put up on him in like six touchdowns. But he, he was that bad. I take like, this
1: moment to apologize, Devo. You were right, bro.
2: He's ass. <laughs> um, I hope the 49ers don't win, but it is.
1: I don't even, bro. Um, God, I hate that team.
2: Yeah, but like, I feel like we'll get rid of James. Uh, I think Slit, Darius is on the team. Like, you, um, I think he's on the team next year. I think he's going to be awful. Um, I feel like we drafted cornerback first. I feel like we draft a cornerback and it
1: brings up my mock
2: draft stuff. Yeah, but do we'll, from, from Bama. I'll we'll wait on that.
1: There's two of them from Bama. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't be opposed to. Yeah. So Kool-Aid McKinstry and Terrion Arnold is the popular name that I see. I'd it I'd like Terrion a lot. He's got a lot of size. Kool-Aid's kind of on the shorter, shorter side, but Kool-Aid is a very, very, very good man corner.
2: Yeah. Uh, and I'll we'll wrap up the show because my nose is like leaking. I'm sick, you know. I'm, I'm struggling right now. Um, but uh, like I said to Bryce, I think Monday night or Tuesday morning, can't remember. Is like this team's talented, you know. Jalen Hurts is I I still believe he's like a top three quarterback, and you know people can come at me. I feel like he didn't have the coaches he needed, um, and I know yeah. you can say that you know Tom Brady could have done this. Tom Brady could. It doesn't matter if the, if the coach gives you these routes and so like you got to follow a certain system, you can't change it on the fly. Um, you know, it's not mad where you can just say, Hey, buddy, run a slate. You can't do it. You got a you know, system in place and you got to do it. If you don't buy into the system, then it causes it causes uh, friction. Um, uh, Jalen's is still there. We're going to have a decent running back if it's swift if it returns, you know, whatever. Um, you got Devontae Smith, you got A.J. Brown. That that's going to be your wide receivers for the next few years, because I don't think AJ is is going to request a trade or anything like that. I think he loves playing for, for the Eagles, and I feel like he just got tired, just like we did, um, of losing. Uh, Dallas Goddard, still, you're end, who, as solid as they come, your line still has Lane Johnson, Landon Dickerson, Jordan Milata. you got Cam Derrickson, who was a over the center, and who knows? Might be Jason Kelsey back in center. Who knows? That's, a, that's still a Top five offense, talent-wise. Um, and if not, you have Tyler Steen that can move over to guard. You know, And then who knows? We might draft somebody in the second round. Defense, you have young guys like Nolan Smith, who I believe in. I think he's going to be solid. Uh, maybe not a stud, but I feel like he'll be solid. You got Jalen Carter, Jordan Davis, Leonard Williams. You got Hassan Reddick, who's still youngish. You got Josh who's still youngish. And you know BD's going to come back. That's still solid. Hopefully they can figure out something. I feel like they didn't run off stunts or anything like that down the stretch. Uh, I feel like they weren't creative. Um, No. It was just just basic rush. Uh, Linebackers, hey, we know what we got to do. We got to address linebackers. And then, of course, I think the safeties, everybody's going to probably disagree or agree. Um, The safeties are fine. I think uh, Reed Blankenship and Sidney Brown are fine. I think Kevin Byron are not going to be on the team next year, um, and I'm okay with that. And then I think Keeley's fine. I think Keeley's going to be awesome. I don't believe in Eli Ricks anymore. Uh, and I hope he drafts the quarterback. Uh, maybe make a play in free agency at linebacker. Uh, we need a linebacker.
1: And please do not let it be somebody okay. who is
2: old. Yep. Or don't, let, don't don't roll into the season with the Kobe as you're starting a linebacker. Just don't do that. Make him earn that shit. He's not going to earn it. I have your signed card still. I know I made the point uh, throughout the whole season about it, but I still have your signed card. I want to believe in you. I hope you make it worth a lot of money, but I don't see it. <laughs> uh, and of course, we got Jake Elliott.
1: I mean, that guy's not going anywhere.
2: This is this is a, a Super Bowl caliber team. It's just we need Super Bowl caliber coaches, and that's where we're at. Um, Super Bowl caliber linebackers would be nuts. Oh, yeah. Well, we're not Super Bowl caliber because we don't have a linebacker. Um, that's <laughs>
1: worth the fuck. They got so. me playing linebacker right now.
2: Yeah, because um, now you're slow. Um, so, uh, with that being said, uh, we're definitely, like I said earlier, we're definitely probably going to go down to one episode a week. Uh, we'll, we'll try to set a day um, and record then. Uh, obviously, uh, we're, football, we're football fans, so we'll still talk about the playoffs, and I think actually we'll, I'll bring that up here in a second, and we'll wrap up the show. You know, uh, so We'll talk about the playoffs, uh, even though it makes us sick to our stomachs. Um, but we'll talk draft. We'll try to highlight a prospect each episode, maybe maybe two. Um, any news that pops up, we'll talk about. Um, but I plan on having a little bit more fun stuff going forward. Uh, maybe YouTube play uh, like a Jeopardy type thing, Uh, you know, some quizzes or whatnot. Um, That way, people who are watching on YouTube can play along, yeah, and even people who are listening can play along as well. Uh, I just gotta I gotta figure out what game I want to actually play. Uh, But yeah, we got we got plenty of stuff we can do and talk about. Uh, It's gonna be a long eight months. There will be some weeks off here and there, maybe, uh, probably, but. And we're going to do our best to keep on pushing out content because we love you guys and we thank you guys for the support this year. Uh, but uh, with that being said, let's let's talk about the playoffs real quick and we'll, we'll wrap this up. Um, so let's start with the AFC. I don't know the matchups. Is it the Bills? Oh no, it's the it's the Ravens and the Texans. Texans. Yeah, who you guys got? I will
1: take the Ravens, but I think it'd be an exciting game.
0: Yeah, I think it'll be a good game, but it's gotta go Ravens. Gosh, picking this hometown team. Uh, I'm
2: going to go pick the Ravens as well. Uh, I think, I think CJ Stroud's so fun to watch. Uh, yeah, this this league has so many young talented qu- quarterbacks. Uh, you know, the league is definitely in good hands. Uh, but I think I think the Ravens are going to definitely going to win that one. Uh, then we have the Chiefs and the Bills. I think the Bills won that one. Uh, I think the I think finally the Bills beat the Chiefs. Uh, fun fact: I don't know if you guys heard about it. This is Patrick Mahomes' first time on the road in the playoffs. Well, that'll be interesting. Uh, but who you guys got in that game? Got
1: the Bills. I think it'd be a. I don't know why I think it'd be a good game, but I think it will be. Um, but like you said, never really seen Patrick Mahomes on the road in the playoffs, so we will get to see it now.
0: Yeah. Um. I got the Chiefs myself. I think uh, it's always a good game between those two teams, especially in the playoffs. And even though Mahomes hasn't played a road game in the, technically a, a road game in the playoffs, and he's played in three Super Bowls, none of those are home games. So, um, yeah, I, I got the Chiefs though.
2: Yeah, the Bills can either be the best team in the NFL or the worst team in the NFL, and that's where that is. Uh, side note: Has Patrick Mahomes become became the most unlikable player in the history of the NFL? here yep. recently. I hate Patrick Mahomes. Uh Caitlin hates Patrick Mahomes. Uh she hates that he does like this little finger thing after every play. Like basically like come on me the play and stuff. I hate I hate him. He's a crap baby. uh but whatever. Uh moving on. Saturday's game. Uh the forty ers and the Packers. Um it's this could be interesting, I think. I think the Packers have a chance. I'm not giving them a big chance, but if the 49ers come out flat, there's a chance that the Packers could do this. Um, But I have the 49ers winning. Uh, What about you guys? Go ahead, Josh.
0: Yeah, I got the Niners also. I think it'll be a better game than most people expect. I like Jordan Love and the Packers offense. I think it'll come down to if they can slow down the Niners on defense, but uh, overall, I don't think they'll I think the Niners are going to score more points so they're going to end the game with more points and win the game. So
1: Yeah, I feel the same way. Uh Niners are just too competitive of a of a team for I think the Packers right now who are maybe exceeding their expectations a little bit. Definitely. Um but hanging 48 points on the Dallas Cowboys is will definitely open up somebody's eyes. Um, Jordan Love played really, really well in that game. I think he's going to be a really good quarterback. Um, but I just think this 49 team might be a little bit too tough for him.
2: Uh, and then the, the next game, the last game is the Lions versus the Bucks. Uh, I'm gonna start off by saying this I think what Detroit Detroit fans did worse was lame uh booing Matthew Stafford and then not allowing Matthew Stafford jerseys inside the stadium uh what yeah apparently they didn't allow Matthew Stafford jerseys in the stadium like Lions ones um I that's I that's clown shit yeah that's, that's what I heard that's what I heard that's what I heard, what I heard. It, may not, it may not be true but that's what I heard um Matthew Stafford helped your organization so much and uh I understand why you might. Not. If it wasn't for him, Calvin Johnson were retired years before he actually did. Yeah, and like I understand, like I understand why you might not give him a standing ovation because ultimately he didn't win anything with you guys, but he he made the most of what he had, and you guys didn't give him shit. And he stuck, he he stayed by you guys the whole time. And sure, he went to L.A., got veneers, looks good now, and he won Super Bowl, but doesn't mean. You know, you dirty water drinking people have to boom You know, I mean, I would want to live Detroit too if I didn't have clean water. Um, that's just me. Um, but uh, you shouldn't have booed him. Yeah, you know? and uh, that's lame. That's like yeah, us that booing is. Brian Dawkins, and like that—that that was that was your your team right there. Matthew Stafford was the Detroit Lions. Brian Dawkins didn't bring us a championship. We're not booing him. He went to the, he went to Denver. Remember that? I, I remember that. I mm-hmm. cried that day. Uh um, didn't ask for a trade. Yeah, well, I mean, if I didn't have clean <laughs> water, I would also ask for a trade because taking a shower and shit water makes me wanna cry. So um glad the Lions winning. I think besides that, it's a cool story, just like having like a new team there. Um and their uh their game, like the atmosphere uh from last week it sounded like a WWE event. Like people were chanting, they were screaming, it was loud like constantly. Like, it kind of reminded
1: me of like a soccer event, like yes. a big soccer game.
2: Yes. Just constant noise, constant cheering. Um you know, but but yeah, I think I think the Lions win. I think the Bucks are terrible. I think we're just we were just dog shit too. Um uh, I mean they let us hang around for a long time. They should they should have had us put away. Um, but yeah, give me give me the the lions. Give me the butts to break their
1: fucking um, heart, dude. That, that's sad. <laughs> I don't care. This little you got your one playoff run and one playoff win in thirty years or however long it's been. Uh, back in my field will send you home.
2: Well, that'd be depressing. <laughs> Oh, you, Josh.
0: Um, no, I think uh, I think the Lions are just a better team. I think they're gonna beat the Bucks. Uh, don't just Bigger, and I think the Lions are much they're well coached on both sides of the ball, and uh, yeah, I think they're gonna win. Well,
2: oh, you're here first. All right, uh, who's your pick for to win the Super Bowl? Uh, Bryce, give me the Ravens. All right, Josh
0: Ravens, yes, all
2: right, hometown team. I understand. Uh, I'm also gonna pick the Ravens as well. I hope they win. Lamar deserves one. Um, he's been playing out of his mind. Um, uh, and Odell will, will win another one, so that's for him. Hopefully, he, he finishes this game because he was electric. That, that one he moonwalked after a touchdown, he, he was cooking. Yeah, um, you know, as much as he I hated Odell, 300 yards that game based yeah. on that one, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I hated Odell when he played for the Giants, but I mean, I like him as a player. Um, uh, he's he's a he's electric. He's not as electric as he once was, but he still has it in him. Um, so, but yeah, that about that'll do it for us, you know. Uh, like I said, thank you all for listening to us throughout the season. I know a lot of you came came a little later. I uh, hope you guys stay around because uh, we have enjoyed having you. Uh, like I said, we're gonna go down to one episode a week probably. Um. You know as news breaks, we'll keep you guys updated. We'll talk about it. Uh, oh, breaking news! Nick Sirianni's gone. You guys get it? What? Nick Sirianni got fired. Shut up, dude. Yeah, right, just kidding. All right, nobody fell for it. <clears throat> All right, but uh, you know, as things happen, we'll 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 talk about it. Uh, but yeah, you know, the draft coming up, agency's coming up. There's plenty of news that's going to happen throughout the next couple of weeks. Um, be plenty to talk about and training camp. It's gonna be a long eight months. I miss them already. Somewhat. I don't know. I'm I'm so tired. I'm so tired. But (laughs) yeah. But thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcast, wherever you listen to, um, leave us a, a review, leave us a rating, follow us, subscribe to us, whatever you guys do on your your platform. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube got quite a few of you guys lately. Um, thank you for watching. Uh, like, comment, subscribe. Uh, a couple of you keep on watching, but you're not subscribing. Go ahead. Subscribe. Thank you. Um, and yeah, um, uh, shout out to, uh, rogue energy, uh, use the code, the link, for 10% off your purchase. And a shout out to you for, uh, making it through another season of Philadelphia Eagle football. Uh We'll see. We'll see where uh, we go from here, and uh, hope you guys stay along for the ride. Uh, but for I guess one last time for the season, I guess because the season ended one day, uh, we'll say this um, as always: go birds. go birds! Go birds! Go birds! That hurt to say.